2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
3: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and member FDIC.
4: Hello, everyone. Neil here. Before we get to the game, I had an exciting announcement. I wrote my first book. It's a comedic love letter to Triviality's patron saint of podcasting, Patrick Swayze, and is titled Being Patrick Swayze, Essential Teachings from the Master of the Mullet, featuring essays, quizzes, trivia, and more. The book is going to come out on April 26th and is available for pre-order now. You'll be hearing about it a lot more in the next few months, including a promo code for 30% off and maybe even a Swayze-themed episode hosted by me. To learn more, go to the link in the show notes. I couldn't have done it without the support from all of you. And now, back to the show.
3: Little fellow, you must have given up the hope of living. Uh Uh-uh. On the contrary, I do
1: not let the word death bother me. Same here, baby then what are you waiting for? Recorded
5: in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff,
3: this is Triviality.
0: Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. This game's gonna have a little bit more seriousness than usual, it's gonna be a game of death. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. So much excitement. Joining me in the studio, as always now, is Ken, Jeff, and Neil. How you guys doing?
4: That's me. Uh, I'm Neil. And Jeff, we already did And this, this is Triviality. You <laughs> know. Welcome to
6: Triviality, the game. game are like, seriously, a little bit of yeah. How, how are you feeling,
0: Matt? I'm doing good. Uh, you know, settling back into Chicago winters. Got my snow boots out.
4: And you got those things that you put on the bottom of the snow boots so that you can, you can walk without falling. My snowshoes. I got snowshoes, Tennis shoes, rackets. Yeah. Tennis rackets. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I know it's a game of death today, so I'm I'm kind of uh pumping a little bit here just to get the biceps popping out just a little bit more. It's good to get a quick
0: pump in. Uh Jeff, what are you working on?
4: Oh, uh nothing in particular. <laughs> Sounds about right. Jeff's over there in the corner uh creepily staring at us for some reason. He's not even in his seat. He's in the corner with a microphone get in the zone. Yeah, he's a, well, what do you call that? The Jeff zone or yeah, Auto zone. Let's try to stay out <laughs> of the
5: Jeff zone. <laughs> get in the zone. Mm-hmm. The Jeff zone.
4: But uh,
6: today we have a youthful infusion, much like the uh, blood infusions that Neil <laughs> receives on a weekly basis to keep uh, his youthful glow.
4: Yeah, we, uh, I'm going to have Matt introduce them, but uh, I, we were calling them the future before mm-hmm. we started recording because this is the future of Triviality. Yes. As we said to them, we're going to mail them the equipment. We're done. <laughs>
3: the, uh, is it.
0: the venison of Triviality. Is that yeah. this works? I don't know. Uh, let's meet one of our players first in this game of death. Uh, joining us is Benji Davis from Eads, Colorado. How you doing, Benji?
2: Uh, I'm doing great. I got off work literally 20 minutes ago and rushed back to my hotel and now we're here.
0: Oh, perfect. Uh, it's it's definitely a good thing to get right off of work and just hop right into more work is what I assume this is going to be today. <laughs> uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Uh, yeah, I am uh, work uh, at a convenience store here in Eads, Colorado. I went to a high school of like 20 people. I graduated with two in my class and i uh, I've uh, been doing trivia like my whole life. Uh, shout out to my knowledgeable coach, Miss Fees, for bringing me to where I am today.
0: Yeah, well, congratulations on finishing top one hundred in your class. We know that there was a uh, <laughs> very, you know a big accomplishment there. Uh, Benji is a rules guy impersonator contributor on Patreon, and we we appreciate that so much. Uh, so thanks again for joining us today, Benji. Um, And then we have a person who wrote the game. We have a host uh, joining us from Provo, Utah, is Colin Meldrum. How are you doing, Colin?
7: I'm doing pretty swell.
0: Awesome. Uh, Thanks for joining us today. You are also a member of Patreon at Oakland Fiverr. Uh, Again, appreciate it so much. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
7: Uh, Sure. Uh, I don't have a job, obviously. Uh, Mm -hmm. I attend BYU here in Provo.
6: It's a full-time job in itself.
7: That's that's fair. Although I mostly just sleep and eat. <laughs> um,
0: I have a cat that does uh, that.
7: Yeah, we're very similar, honestly. <laughs> uh, well, I got into trivia middle school. Uh, I was on the my middle school's quiz bowl team and did that through high school. So I've been been quite into trivia my most of my
6: life. So do you think your middle school quiz bowl team could beat Triviality in a trivia
7: contest? <laughs> Uh, probably not me by myself, but as a team, we might stand a chance here. All
4: right, middle school? Yeah, we're getting we're getting. Owned. We're getting Maybe you take Colin's middle school quiz bowl team plus Miss Fees together. Mm. They would take down trivia. That'd be a super team for sure. All
6: right, you middle school kids, we're doing all '90s trivia. You. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. <laughs>
0: Awesome. So as I stated earlier, it is a game of death, uh, a little different than the usual rules, Um, but the way it's going to work is Benji is going to go up against each of us one-on-one, swing round, and the final will be played a little bit differently, uh, but we'll get into that when we get there. Um, So Benji, you'll have your choice of the first competitor, so who would you like to face first in their specialized category?
2: Uh, I think I want to face what's probably going to be one of my hardest opponents today, and let's go against Neil.
4: Oh, boy, getting chosen first. So I guess uh, guess we'll make this happen then. I'm ready. It's the opposite of the dance. You got chosen first. That's true. I never got chosen first. Uh, <laughs> even in the Sadie Hawkins dance, uh, no one asked me to go. Opposite of dodgeball?
6: Opposite of the dance? Yeah.
4: I, if Sadie Hawkins dance, you're expecting to be asked to the dance. No one asked me. I had to ask. I'll, I'll dance more. with you, Neil. All right. Thank you. All right, Colin. I'm ready to go if you are.
7: All right. Well, picking Neil's convenient for me. It's right at the top of my sheet. <laughs>
4: Oh, it's like we planned it.
7: All right, so I guess we can get started with question one. Category, I will find you again. We all know that Brian Mills, Liam Neeson's character in the Taken trilogy, has a very particular set of skills. These skills make him great at finding those who have taken his loved ones, but he's apparently not the best at preventative measures. Who gets taken in each one of the movies? We you five points for each correct answer.
4: Okay, all right. I will lock in Benji so you can talk. Now you need names, right? Uh, I hope not.
7: I
6: think relations is fine. Relations, relations, relations. I I definitely don't don't expect you. (laughs) All right, Benji, who gets taken and taken one?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna lock in pretty quick because I don't know much about it, but I think that uh, for the three of them, it's uh, the first movie is I think it was his daughter. Um, the second movie might have been his wife and I'm going to say the third movie was both of them.
4: Yeah, uh, actually the same answer. So the first one was his daughter for sure. She got pulled under the bed. Uh, The second one he was trying to reunite with his wife. Um, So I said it was his wife and then the third one I believe they're together and I went with daughter, wife, uh, daughter and wife.
7: Well, you are both getting some points on here. The first one, it is Kim, his daughter. The second one, uh, Brian... Liam Neeson and his ex wife actually both get taken in the second one. Uh, mm. And then the third one, it's his wife, but then she gets murdered. Uh, oh. So I guess that's five points. Five points a
4: I forgot about that. The his sequels are so bad compared to the original life.
5: So yeah, right. taken. they both got taken.
7: That's true. All right. On to question two. Gotcha. I know you know a million little things about this comedy series that began airing on AMC in 2006 with a theme song written by the friendly Indians.
4: I'm going to lock in over here. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a
6: gasp of realization followed by...
4: <laughs> utter,
5: utter defeat.
2: Um, I, I'm going to go with the... Uh, top of the answer with the i know you know and it might i'm gonna say psych but i don't think that was on amc but i'm gonna go with psych
4: uh yeah i the uh title song uh, he had the lyrics in there i'm gonna lock in with psych as well that's both
7: of you are correct
0: oh, see i always thought that was a usa show Psych
4: yeah, was
7: USA. To USA.
4: yeah mm-hmm. oh did colin say amc okay.
7: I said AMC. It started on AMC and then moved to USA. Ah,
4: when they oh. welcomed the characters,
0: I believe, as okay. part of the character welcoming movement.
7: All right. Question three. The end is near. Tragedy struck on September 23rd, 2021, as Nintendo announced a new live-action Mario movie starring Chris <laughs> Pratt as the title character. For some reason, Illumination decided to include Donkey Kong, who is slated to be played by this actor. Who knows? Maybe his experience playing animated animals will pay off.
2: I'm going to lock in on this when I know it.
0: Ooh.
6: So, Neil, who would be Donkey Kong in your dream casting? <laughs> You're casting the Mario movie. It's Danny DeVito.
4: Yeah.
5: John Leguizamo <laughs> isn't in this. He's not. Mistakes were made.
4: I'm trying to remember because the, the movie is Chris Pratt and then Princess Peach is um... Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, I saw the cast list, too. Um, Jack Black's in it, but I thought he plays Wario. <laughs> well, but maybe, maybe... None of this <laughs> sounds real. I don't believe that this is happening.
5: <laughs> oh, it's sadly happening. That's that's yeah. valid,
2: Matt,
0: though. I mean... <laughs> it doesn't need to happen. That I think that's the better I would agree respond. with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: I, don't, I don't think it's Seth Rogen. I know Jack Black is in this cast. I just don't think he's Donkey Kong. I think he's Wario or... Toad? Maybe. <laughs> Oh, man. I just looked at this the other day, too, because everyone was really angry Chris Pratt was playing Mario. Very <laughs> angry. And they wanted Giuseppe from Great British Bake Off to be Mario.
5: See, and I wanted Ray Romano. Oh, that'd hey, be great. Hey,
3: Luigi, Peach. <laughs> Peach. Hey.
4: Stop it, Mario. It's like Luigi, whatever his name is. Robert. <laughs> Robert, <laughs> um yeah you know what i i know i see i've seen this cast like i said but I, I just can't pull it i know jack black's in it or at least is scheduled to be in it so i'm just gonna say jack black
7: all right so we got one for oh benji's answer i didn't get sorry
4: <laughs> uh yeah uh
2: i'm fairly certain uh if i remember right that it was uh, seth rogan playing donkey kong actually
7: that's right neil said it but unfortunately he did not get the correct answer it is seth rogan jack black is in it he'll be playing bowser i believe oh Bowser!
2: Oh,
4: wow this cast is wild that is pretty yeah. wild it's <laughs> very random i did i say seth rogan right yeah okay so at least i was yeah, you I, did. I, I you knew specifically he was said
7: that it wasn't seth Rogen, i believe
0: <laughs> it sounds like it was casted by like a like an actor generator <laughs> they just picked randomly yeah, it's just
6: a random wheel yeah <laughs> who's famous right now
0: <laughs> yeah oh this guy okay
7: all right question four a great honor for what notorious movie did Tom Hanks get his first Academy Award nomination? I guess that means this movie was a huge success.
2: I'm I'm not gonna get it. I'm gonna pass.
6: Okay, we have a pass from Benji. So this should be right in Neil's wheelhouse, but he's uh got a migraine today.
4: Oh, that's coming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> man, I should know this. Um, first Oscar nomination, so it's not Forrest Gump, ninety four. Um, for which he won. For which he actor, won. Right? Yeah, Philadelphia. He won, which was ninety. It would have been the year after ninety-five. Um, just
6: just uh, shout out some Hanks movies. See what you get.
4: Uh, Bonfire of the Vanities, or, or sorry, uh, Joe Joe and, uh, Joe versus the volcano. It was, like, was he in Bonfire? No. Um, <laughs> Splash. Um, Philadelphia, Forrest Gump. It's got to be earlier than Forrest Gump, so I got to think of stuff pre nineteen ninety four. Bosom Buddies. No, not bachelor, party. bachelor party yeah <laughs> these are none of these are helpful i'm trying to think what movie was he in bef- after like 1988 and before 1984 19- oh oh
0: is that one where he gets addicted to dungeons and dragons
4: okay um i can lock in i think i think it's big oh
7: it is in fact big yep
4: i yeah, totally forgot about big yes <laughs> Yeah, I I was trying to hear the clue in the back of my head and it was like screw me up at first because I, I wrote down Notorious and I was like, well, he wasn't in the Notorious B.I.G. biopic, that's for sure. <laughs> um,
5: I mean, Tom Hanks is everywhere. He's in, yeah, like, wedding photos galore. He so. played Puff Daddy, <laughs> I think.
4: I mean, his his roles in Cloud Atlas are a little questionable, but he's definitely played many different characters. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, Big, I, I finally, it came to me because uh, I was watching SNL, and they had a skit uh, with uh, Robert Loggia's Ghost, and I remember Robert Loggia <laughs> as the one on the piano, so. Amazing. Yeah.
7: yeah. All right. Question five, the last one. Category name. Wow, a whole dollar. After adjusting for inflation, Gone with the Wind is the highest grossing film of all time. Which film is second on that list?
2: I think I'm I think I'm good to lock in.
6: So the adjusted for
7: inflation.
6: Mm. Second highest grossing film.
4: Yeah, well, so it's tough too, because with the adjusted gross, there's so many different movies it could be at the top. But I'm guessing I'm just gonna go with um, Part of me doesn't want to go with Titanic because I know it's a, it's got to be a James Cameron movie, but his is top now, so it could be. Let's see, Gone with the Wind was thirty nine. It could be, it's not Cas- Casablanca. It could be Star Wars. Could be ET. Um, yeah, you know, I I feel bad about this answer. I'm just gonna lock in with Titanic.
2: Yeah, I used to know both of these lists for adjusted and not adjusted, and I don't remember them anymore. But I think it might be Titanic.
7: Uh, unfortunately, Titanic is number three on the list, I believe. Number two, again, is Avatar. Uh.
0: Damn. Not Dune. Not yet. Not, Not yet. ever, probably. <laughs> it, it did
5: do well. It did, do well. <laughs>
4: it did well, but it didn't explode. I feel like in that Not first really round, uh, I was freezing in the cold water. As Benji pushed me in from the ta- from the door, there's no room on this door.
6: <laughs> well, you guys both did completely average because you got half the points available in the round, and you guys are both at 25 points. Okay.
4: Nice. Yeah, Not, nothing bad. I didn't get smoked. I was yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: All you got to do is hold your ground, Benji, until mm-hmm. we hit your special round, and that's where you charge. Right. That's where you attack.
0: All right, Benji. Who do you want to face next in their specialized category?
2: I think for the next one I'm gonna go with Jeff. That's the one I'm next least confident in. So
7: making me scroll down. So you I'm like the so potpourri is what
6: you're saying. You're very confident in potpourri.
2: I'm fairly <laughs> confident in the grab bag, yeah.
0: Assorted Ken.
7: It's like the he's like the haribo star mix, is that mixed nuts. <laughs> <Jeff Gandy? laughs> All right. Jeff. Question one. You caught my eye. What was the first planet to have its motions plotted across the sky? This may have happened as early as 2000 BC.
5: I'm going to lock in with a guess. Yeah, I don't know for sure, but my guess on this one would just be um, Mars. So,
7: All right, we got Mars from Jeff. Benji? Uh, I don't know. I think it might be
2: Mercury. I might have heard something like that a while ago, but I don't know. I'm going to go with Mercury, yeah.
7: All right, you picked... Uh, both of the ones that it was not. Uh, it's Venus.
4: Venus. Venus is the brightest one, probably
6: right in terms of uh, goddesses. Absolutely, sure. yes,
4: yeah. beautiful. Didn't Banana Rama sing about this, Jeff?
6: Jeff, you're my Venus.
7: You're my fire. My that, fire. Is, that is hilarious I was, because I playtested <laughs> this with my parents yesterday, and my father said the exact same <laughs> thing. As uh, yeah. Did he really?
4: Oh, that's great. Yeah, that makes
5: sense. <laughs> we're getting close to that age. <laughs> what, are, what are your
4: uh, What are your parents' names? Shout them out.
7: Uh, Kent and Allison Meldrum thank you for playtesting this yesterday or I guess like two months ago when this comes out alright question two all by myself it can be lonely being the odd man out the hyoid bone is the only bone in the body not connected to any other where is this bone located the
6: hyoid
4: <laughs> that's very helpful Kent also being played by Seth Rogen in the animated version <laughs> <laughs>
5: um, I have a guess on that I'm going to lock in. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to lock in.
6: High points connected right. to the nothing.
7: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's, what That's what I was considering that. for my category name, but it just didn't stick. All right, uh, I guess we'll start with Benji.
2: Uh, I'm going to guess it might be in the ear. I mean, it makes kind of, a, a little bit of sense, but I don't know.
5: I know, mm-hmm. I think there are three bones in the air, and you could be right about this, but I just guessed that it was uh, a rib, so, like, connected to cartilage mm, the, only. F- the floating rib. Yeah. Uh,
7: uh, let's see. I don't know who was closer in area, but unfortunately, we're both incorrect. It's in the throat.
4: Oh. Uh, it aids in
7: tongue movement and
4: swallowing. The old yeah, throat bone. The old the throat bone. The throat <laughs> bone's connected to that. So Gene Simmons has a huge oil. Oh,
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Not the kiss guy, the other one. <laughs>
5: this is the guy you know named Gene Simmons? <laughs> no, there's an actress, Gene Simmons, right? Uh, yeah. yeah.
7: All right. Question three. Time to shape up. Agreed. Yeah, Josh. There are three. Throwing the team in the trash here. Uh, there are three flags in the world that are not rectangular in shape. Can you give me two of the countries with these irregular flags? I'll give you two bonus points if you know the third one.
5: Pass. Okay. Just so Straight up pass. I have no idea. <laughs> so, <was> <laughs> so the flag of Nepal is two triangles. So I will say Nepal. Um. And when you say non-rectangular, I think they're still rectangular for the other two, because the other two I can think of are squares, which would be a rectangle, right?
6: Yeah, if you want to be pedantic.
5: (laughs) I do want to be pedantic. This is my round. Um, He means they're
6: not
7: traditional rectangles. Rectangles,
5: yes. So I would say Switzerland and Vatican City would be the other two.
7: Well, those are correct, so that's 12 points for... Jeff, sorry, mm. I didn't know how to say uh, not specifically a rectangular no, shape. No, no, I
6: know. I'm just, uh,
5: no
7: whole sense. <laughs> just
6: being pedantic. We we all know, and all the listeners
4: at home knew what you meant. They're oh. all long suffering. Jeff, I, I hear it. there's a yeah. uh, professor of p- pedanticism at BYU. I can't think of the right word for that. What's the, what is the right word for that? Pedan- Pedantology. Pedantology, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so 12 points to
6: triviality for the that study one. Study
2: of being a giant ass. That's correct. It's okay, Jeff. I listen to the show for your pedanticness. Thank you. That there makes got. I got one. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I consider turning it off every day.
5: <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I, I respect uh, that right. position.
7: Question four. There's got to be a clue. Ancient pyramids were used as shrines, temples, and tombs. What country contains the most pyramids today?
5: I can lock
2: in. I know... I mean, like, the obvious answer is Egypt, but that's probably not it. Um, I think it's like some pretty the... impressive
5: pyramids in the U.S.
2: <laughs> the, for sure. Absolutely. That Bass Pro Shot pyramid? Great.
5: Exi- yep. Um, so that and the Luxor. Those are the two I know.
2: <laughs> um, I think the uh, like the Aztecs or the Inca had a lot of pyramids. So I'm going to go with, hmm, I'm going to go with, like, I'm going to say Chili. Chili from Benji. Mm-hmm. All
7: right, yeah. Jeff.
5: All right. Um, I'm going to guess that this is a civilization civilization close to Egypt, but I believe down the Nile there was a lot of pyramids built several thousand years uh, ago in Sudan. So that was my guess. Mm.
7: Uh, Sudan is correct. 10. Makes sense. The capital of Sudan is Khartoum, and I said tombs, which is a horrible clue, but I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Wow, I didn't. Uh, I was on the same line of thinking as Benji. I thought maybe it was Mexico with all the Aztec structures, mm-hmm. but
5: no, same uh, same general area and s- s- you know um, similar civilizations, but just uh, those were built long before the uh, pyramids you'd see up in Giza.
4: Now here's a question: What right. if you were put into a pyramid uh, as your tomb, like the tomb of Ken? What would you be wearing? Because they always had, had like nice dress on, you know, when they're were... I'd be in the buff. You just be just completely <laughs> naked. They yeah. open the tomb, you're just naked and dead. Yeah. You just like have rotted everywhere? Yeah. Because you're not part even getting my, wrapped?
6: My, my midsection is the only part that's mummified.
4: <laughs> so, it's just... so they they pull off the, the um, bandages and it's just... <laughs> There's nothing there to bring that back. Matt, what about you? I think you'd be in the Ric Flair... Um, oh, the big robe? The big robe. Yeah, for sure. How about you, Jeff? Anything? Trigger's like a trap that says... Woo! That's just gas escaping, actually. <laughs>
5: No one's going to beat that. Let's go to question
7: five. All right. Question five. Got milk? It is well known that the longest bone in the body is the femur, which is located in the thigh. But what is the strongest bone in the body?
6: We all know, right, guys? (laughs) Right, gentlemen? Uh, I'm going
5: to lock in. Strongest how?
0: Hardest to break. Lifts the
4: most weights. Let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> the most
7: durable. I'll take the first two of those. <laughs>
4: okay. Um, trying to think
5: of the bone that would be closest to uh, a round shape. So, Because mm. the the longer it is, the easier it'll probably be to break. I should just call up Evil Knievel. He's broken every one of them. I should see which one was the hardest for him to do. Um, I'm going nice to say campy. the... Uh, the uh, the pelvis is the hardest to break. I know you can break them, but I'm gonna say it's the hardest. It's pretty hard. It's got got some shapes and stuff in it, so if you I say don't know. So. I dude, I don't know. I'm not I'm not there like with a press trying to break bones on my weekends, despite <laughs> what you may think.
6: What do you think, Benji?
2: <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, once again, this is uh, something that I definitely knew at one point when I was doing trivia and just forgot, but I think it's the tailbone.
7: All right. Uh tailbone from Benji and I think you should pelvis Jeff uh, from our little discussion before it appears you got it but it is actually the femur oh, tricked oh. you tricked you <laughs> yeah answerable. I thought
2: it might be a trick question
5: yeah you never really hear about people breaking their femur so
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sir makes a lot said it's long it's strong <laughs> gotta get the friction on mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> that doesn't apply <laughs>
6: Yeah, All it right. to point. Yeah. So it looks like Triviality took a little bit of the lead, thanks to Jeff's uh, wherewithal on some of those questions. Looks like uh, we have 47 points. Oh. A little tough for Benji. Uh, no points in that round, so he stays at 25.
4: And uh, Colin and Benji are both uh, really active on our Discord. So just wanted to shout that out. Benji's been uh, pretty active on there recently. Um, so if you'd like to join them, you can uh, go to our Discord. There's a link in the show notes, and there's a link on Patreon. Um, on our social media, there should be a link there as well, but you can go over there. If you don't want to use Facebook as an option, you can uh, chat with people over there. There's, there's question testing, um, different questions being posted throughout the day, just to practice trivia and then just, you know, normal chicanery and, and, uh, nonsense going on over there for fun. So shout yeah. out to everyone over there. A lot of our play testers are on discord, but you can also join them over at the crop on Facebook or on any of our social media, uh, where we're at Triviality pod on pretty much everything. If you want to find us and interact, say hello. We got some really nice messages on Instagram the other day um, for from some listeners, which was great. So, uh, yeah, keep sending those messages and um, hang out with us on social media. Uh,
0: definitely do that. And we're moving into the swing round. So the swing round in the game of death, you're going to go up against two competitors. Those two competitors will not be allowed to play in the final. Uh, you're going to get to choose those. So who do you want to face in the swing round today, Benji?
2: I think for the swing round, I thought long and hard about this all week, but I'm going to go with... Jeff and Neil for the
0: swing
6: round. Okay. And I think we... That's a good choice because I always bomb in the final. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I think we decided regular points for each team, right?
0: Regular points for each team. Yeah,
6: because it was getting a little bit too carried away.
0: Mm -hmm. And this is supposed to be a challenge, right? It's supposed to be a game of death. Yeah. It's not a game of injury. Somebody's got to die. Well, I believe it was Jonathan Oakes who got a perfect 10 and absolutely destroyed us in it. So after that, we decided no more. Yeah, it was a <laughs> princess,
6: princess Bride round, if I recall. Yeah, yeah that was a rough round. Yeah. That was a fun one, though. Oh, uh, Mad yeah. did pretty well,
5: but we just couldn't uh, overcome no. that double-point advantage. Uh,
0: 100 points in one swing round, not good for
6: us. All right, so it's going to be a, a bit hard for Benji to uh, rack up points in this, but it's
4: supposed to be that way. So, Cool. And what's the category, Colin?
7: All um, right, the category for my swing round is video game enemies.
4: Oh, man. Ooh.
7: So uh, I'm going to list a few enemies in popular video games, and you will simply have to give me the name of the franchise.
4: Okay. Damn. I know. <laughs> you okay. Feel free to read them all. I, I think you chose right what here, What a Benji. wise yeah. choice, Benji.
2: I, I do too. I do too,
7: yeah. One is Keese, Octoroks, and Bokoblins. All right. Two is Waddle Dee, Blade Knight, and Meta Knight. Three is Hunters, Elites, and... And brutes four, rabbit, Springer, Telly, and Friender. Five is Naughty, Claptrap, Bite Size, and Zinger. Six, Crab Meat, Ball Hog, and Burrobot. Seven, Sniper Wolf, Liquid Ocelot, and Cyborg Ninja. Number eight, Dracky, Fight Fightgeist. Platypunk and Cruel Cumber. <laughs> number, number nine is Shan Yu, Hydra, Lucifer, and Davy Jones. And number 10 is Mega Leg, Swoopin' Stew, and Gooper Blooper.
6: All right, that was certainly a lot of stuff. A uh, reminder to the audience if you want to play along with this, just hit that back button a couple times, listen to it as many times as you need to, and we'll be right back with our answers.
1: So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
6: And we are back from the swing round. It's not looking good in the studio here for the boys.
4: Now we were very quiet here during the swing round, uh, holding our heads in our hands. Um, we don't. I don't play many video games, so Benji chose correctly because I have been no help. I just named a lot of video games that aren't even popular anymore. But Game Benji over.
6: Benji looks pretty confident.
4: He does. I don't know where y- you got much more muscles now than you did before. <laughs> you're in a tank top, so you're really confident. He the- He's up.
6: looking way more frightening. Yep, he leveled up. And let's get the questions one more time.
7: So starting off, number one is Keese, Octoroks, and Bokoblins.
2: Yeah, so for that one I knew uh, right off the bat that was Legend of Zelda.
5: Yep, took me a minute, but I remember that one being Legend of Zelda.
7: And Legend of Zelda is correct. Number two is Waddle Dee, Blade Knight, and Meta Knight.
2: I was pretty sure with that one at Waddle Dee that it was Kirby, but Meta Knight confirmed it for me. It's Kirby.
5: Yep, uh, we said Kirby.
7: And Kirby is also correct. On to number three, Hunters, Elites, and Brutes.
5: That is Halo. Yep, we said Halo.
7: And Halo Halo is correct. Not quite. Uh, number four is <laughs> number four is Robert Rabbit Springer, Telly, and Friender.
2: Uh this one I had no idea.
5: Didn't get yeah. anything. No, um Frinder tried to join that app once, I think. Um but other than that we had no idea. So
7: So nothing. Uh this one no. this one was probably one of the harder ones. Uh, it's Mega Man. Oh. oh okay. Number five, naughty claptrap bite size and zinger why are you this laughing at the, the claptrap
4: book. there colin <laughs> well no particular reason <laughs> You're laughing over there maybe something happened off recording we don't know uh, <laughs> sorry benji go ahead
2: uh yeah this was the easiest one for me claptrap is the iconic annoying robot from borderlands
4: oh is that the one where they all wear weird masks that you know eli roth is doing the movie of mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. Oh, okay
5: uh yeah we didn't know we said crash bandicoot which may appear on this list several more times
4: for you.
7: Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, no points on this one. Uh, I have never played Borderlands in my life, oh. uh, so I didn't know that was in there. This is actually Donkey Kong. Shocking one. twist. Oh my God. These are from Donkey Uh-oh. Kong Country. What a twist. I was so oh, excited. it is from Donkey Kong Country. <laughs>
4: uh-huh. Oh, thanks, Seth. Turn Seth Rogen. <laughs> All right. Man.
7: Number six, Crab Meat, Ball Hog, and Burrobot.
2: This one took me a minute, um, but I finally remembered crabmeat is Sonic. Uh,
4: yeah, this one um, we we heard the the name of the character said before, kind of said in a uh, cra- crabmeat ball hog bot. So we locked in with Billy Bob Thornton's Sling Blade. <laughs>
7: <laughs> well, that was very close, uh, but unfortunately, is Sonic Sling Blade the game?
6: I'd play it. Riveting.
7: All right, number seven. Sniper Wolf, Liquid Ocelot, and Cyborg Ninja.
2: That is Metal Gear
5: Solid. Oh, Wolf. Never mind. Um, Yeah, we said Crash Bandicoot.
7: (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is Metal Gear Solid. Alright, and to number 8, Drackey, Fight Geist, Platapunk, and Cruel Cumber. All four of them? Uh, Yeah,
2: I wasn't Certain on this one, but it's a game I might have played a couple times. Uh, I locked in with Dragon
5: Quest. Yeah, we said Fruit Ninja. <laughs> cool.
7: That's not a bad guess, uh, but Dragon Quest is the correct answer.
0: Wow!
7: Right, number nine is Shen Yu, Hydra, Lucifer, and Davy Jones.
2: This one was like right there, and I just couldn't get it, so I didn't lock in with anything here.
5: We said God of War.
7: Kind <laughs> of war. Well, these are all uh, villains in Disney movies, which means it is the Kingdom Hearts oh, series. Oh,
4: okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
7: And then number ten, Mega Leg Swoopin' Stews, Gooper blooper.
4: Um,
2: this one I think might be Mario with the blooper, but that yeah. So that's what I logged in with
4: was Mario. Mario seems like a good guess. Uh, Jeff and I were talking to each other, and um, I think he said he knew Gooper blooper. I was a little more familiar with Wasn't
6: Gooper Blooper your
4: friend from uh, college? Uh, Gooper Blooper was. Every time we go somewhere, he'd, he'd trip and fall over and go, Goo, Gooper. <laughs> oh, oh, God, right. man, that's what he was known oh, for?
2: Oh, God.
4: Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Gooper, unfortunately, uh, didn't help us on this answer, but we he thought He gooped w- right off a bridge. <laughs> he did, he, He's he, gone. He he R.I.P. He got kicked out of college because he was gooping everywhere. Um, but we also locked in with another movie-based game, and we locked in with uh, The cal- <laughs> the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, the game.
6: Okay.
7: Where's the <laughs>
1: Uh
7: No, unfortunately, it is Mario. Um...
1: Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Although I wouldn't oh, mind I'm, playing what, that.
5: What's a, I'm like, I know the Chomp. Uh, chomp? Chomp or the yeah, chain yeah Chomp. Chain Chomp Changer. or the, the Bomp Womp. I don't know what the, 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 the cinder blocks are. The thwompers. thwomps Yeah. What's a Mega Leg? I don't remember this one.
7: Mega Leg is one of the one of the bosses in Mario Galaxy. See. Is it yeah, a big leg? Yeah.
5: I couldn't play that game because it made
0: me feel Once Ill. there was more than two buttons I couldn't play anymore.
5: No, that one made me feel like the, <laughs> the motion engine in that just made me feel really yeah. nauseous. So I was like, I'm out. That's fair.
6: All right, following that swing round, Benji has made up a lot of ground. It is now sixty for Benji and triviality, slight lead sixty two. Very slightly.
0: Very lead. slight. Wow. All right, so now going into the second half of the game, it's between me and Ken. Whoever you don't pick, you're gonna face in your own special round of your choosing. So who are you facing? And I have a feeling we're not getting any sports questions today.
2: Uh no, I had no confidence in sports, <laughs> so I decided to go with Uh, Ken as my final individual category.
6: Here we go. Miscellaneous. (laughs)
0: Ken stuff.
7: Gotta love it. Question one. Luck of the Irish. This colorfully named anime follows Asta as he fulfills his dreams of becoming the Wizard King. During his journey, he travels from his titular home country into other lands such as the Diamond, Heart, and Spade kingdoms.
6: Alright, I'm locked in. Not because I've seen this, but just there was enough clues.
7: Yeah, I don't really
2: know. I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in with uh, an anime I've seen like two episodes of uh, Snow White with red hair.
6: Okay. Well, he said Luck of the Irish, and he also said it was colorfully named, so I'm going with Black Clover, which I have no idea what it's about. I haven't seen it. I've just seen it on Hulu.
7: The clues were enough to get it for you. It is Black Clover.
2: Makes sense.
5: Is that because is that Hulu has your number and all they show you is anime recommendations yes. now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting like the deepest cuts.
7: Mm-hmm. All right. Question two, fish food. Speaking of anime, characters are often portrayed consuming this Japanese street food made from fried octopus balls. It's not to be confused with a similar sounding classic Mexican food.
6: So we're not talking about the balls of the octopus. That's right. Right. <laughs>
7: We're talking i don't about, think that's what these are but you never know so we're talking about I uh,
2: balls, of, have
7: those? <laughs> balls of
6: uh of uh, dough with octopus bits in it yeah that's correct yeah i know what it is Ooh. Um.
2: i don't so i'm gonna say calamari because that's an octopus thing i think
6: all right this is an osaka specialty like i said Dough, balls, fried, they have octopus bits in it, and it is takoyaki. Takoyaki
7: is correct. Mm -hmm.
6: Which I've never had. (laughs) (laughs) Have not seen it, haven't eaten it? Got it right, though. Who cares? I know everything about it. (laughs) I've heard about it, and
5: I would definitely try it.
6: I know, they sound really good.
5: Octopus is delicious, I hate to admit. Yeah.
7: (laughs) All right, question three. I would have preferred a gift card. With Christmas coming up at the time of this recording, uh, I figured I'd include some carol trivia I recently learned. Okay. On the fourth day of Christmas, your true love gives you four calling birds. However, when the song was first created, you would actually receive four collie birds. What are these birds known as today? Mm. Collie birds. Collie, C-O-L-L-Y.
5: I just imagine right. C-O-L-L-I-E I have... birds, and they're just, like, herding cattle.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to guess. Gonna guess um, I don't think it's penguins. Um, I'm just going to guess four birds that I would like to receive, I guess, as opposed to other birds. I would
5: like to point out. I
6: don't want to receive any birds. That
5: was, exactly. Receiving if, any amount yeah. of birds
0: is too many birds.
6: But like, four macaws <laughs> is, is, like, is out a, of the Is question. that a Patreon level?
7: Can I send you four <laughs> birds a month? Please do not.
0: The bird of the month club? <laughs> <laughs>
5: It was called Pets.com, and it's closed down. <laughs>
7: I
2: still have stock. Um, yeah, I'm going to walk in with a bad guess, I think. But, yeah.
6: Oh, wait. Oh, my guess is even worse, because now I realize that turtle doves is one of the other things. But I said doves. <laughs> uh, no. I said doves. So you just get a ton of doves. More doves. Well, what the, what the
5: hell are lords a-leaping? Dudes, Literally. It's like Guys it's like
4: barely dancing. Yeah. You, you, ever have, dudes, you ever have? You be uh, ever have?
6: You ever have Neil leap for you? It's a,
4: it's a great pleasure. Yeah, I'll leap for you, for free.
6: So I said doves. <laughs> I said more doves. Doves, <laughs> Benji.
4: Uh, I locked in with
2: pigeons because I thought maybe it had something to do with like the ring around a lot of pigeons' necks. So yeah.
6: A pigeon is just an uglier dove, right? That's true. Yes. I think so.
7: Uh, that was a good guess, but unfortunately no points on this. Uh, they are blackbirds. Kali comes from coal. Oh. Ah. Alright, on to question four. They just don't make them like they used to. This ship was most notable for its actions during the War of 1812, one battle of which earned it the nickname Old Ironsides. It is also the oldest of any ship still afloat, which is a similarity it shares with its namesake. What is the real name of this ship?
2: I'm gonna lock in.
6: Oh, Ironsides. Which one was it? Um, was it the USS Constitution? I'm not sure, but that is going to be my guess because I can't think of anything else right now. So I'm going to say USS Constitution. Uh-huh.
2: I Did also you? locked in with the USS Constitution.
7: As the oldest uh, constitution in the world, yes, it is the USS Constitution. Yeah. Wow,
4: nice
5: poll from both of you. I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking if it had a high constitution in D&D, then it would be very hardy. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fair. That's true. That's true.
7: All right. 5. The last one. Strange things are afoot. This mathematically named chain of stores has been the largest company owned and operated chain in the United States since the 1980s. And what else? <laughs>
3: yeah is there a better clue maybe. that's great i love to go there
6: so a mathematically named store okay I'm i have a in, I okay so he's locked in um so a foot makes me think maybe it's a shoe store mathematically named makes me think maybe it's batteries plus but i don't think that's the largest chain <laughs> <laughs> um and also does it exist anymore batteries plus um Mathematics shoe stores, um, maybe pay less, because I mean less is a mathematical, what would you call it, symbol, uh, function, function, function. So I'm gonna go with pay less. All right, Benji.
2: Yeah, no, I had nothing, so I was just like Seven Eleven is numbers, so I locked in with Seven Eleven.
7: All fair guesses. I'm sorry, Ken. Uh, apparently, my category misled you. Uh, unfortunately, the answer is the circle K. Because strange things are afoot. That's uh, from Circle K.
4: Uh, it
0: well,
2: what does Circle K have to do with math?
7: It's got a geometry. circle in the name. Oh,
4: okay.
0: Thank My you. My favorite math. Thank
7: you. Your favorite. Math that exists without in numbers. front of me that I can exactly. see visually. <laughs> math
6: without numbers. That's All the right. worst kind of math. I hated geometry. Really? Yeah, I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite way.
5: Yeah, Ken loved his CPTCPTC. CPT, I
6: don't remember what proof. All right, so it looks like I stood my ground in my uh, category, which is miscellaneous. Um, I got uh, our score up to 92. Benji is at 70.
0: And that could be flipping right now because you'll be facing me one-on-one in your own special category. Benji, what is that category
4: today? Fortnite. Uh, That's
2: going to (laughs) be not not Fortnite.
4: (laughs) What is the name of the dancing move that is also a dental? TikTok dance move. I think if I had to write no, five questions
7: kidding. about Fortnite, I would just blow my brain.
6: All right, sorry, we, we've, made a lot, we've made a lot of jokes about your youth <laughs> right now, but uh, I want to know, you guys, is is being on this podcast with us for an hour or so today reminiscent of like that last act of uh, Christmas Carol where he sees what his life will be like if he doesn't <laughs>
3: change his ways? Uh, the, you, don't, yeah, you, don't have to, you don't have to say whether it
5: does or not.
2: We
0: are the ghosts of podcast future. mm <laughs>
4: Anyway, what is uh, that category?
2: <laughs> yeah, that category finally is uh, mythology.
4: Oh, oh wow! Oh, nice. We've never had a mythology, you know, full round like this. I don't think. Bad so, news ex- for me. Really? Yeah, I thought uh, you. Know,
0: I thought you know you. Ah, uh, sh-
4: sometimes mm-hmm. we'll see, we'll see. There's a
0: lot of mythology.
7: It's true. There is. Mm-hmm. All right, there is quite a lot of mythology. Fortunately for me, mythology is also one of my specialty subjects. Let's
0: go.
2: <laughs> so.
7: We can start off with question one. That wasn't in the movie. In Norse myth, Ragnarok is a calamity that will occur at the end of the world. The gods and their enemies fight one another in a terrible death match. During Ragnarok, Thor will face and kill this being. Unfortunately, he only gets nine steps away before dying himself.
0: I'm locked in. All of my knowledge of this comes from the MCU, so that's that's not helpful. (laughs) Could be. Could be. uh, You said it's not in the movie. I know. Fights this beast. I'm looking being. for being. Being, a Norse being. I don't know any that are coming to me out the top of my head. It's probably some kind of giant wolf thing. Um, but <laughs> as gonna, most things are. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's Beowulf. I'm going to say Beowulf. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> that is not correct.
6: Benji, you seem confident.
2: Uh, yeah, it's uh the World Snake Jormungandr, or Jormungand, I don't know a specific guy to say
7: it. Uh, that, yeah, Jormungandr, anything, whatever, the World Serpent is acceptable. Oh, so that was that's my second correct. Guess. It's I called know.
4: the World's Serpent?
7: The World Serpent, because he encircled the world with his tail.
4: Mm-hmm. They also had a
5: world tree.
4: These are things I know. Mm-hmm. They do. They like the, those things. The World Coffee Machine. <sighs>
6: Hold on, Neil. The world's coffee no, machine please. may be the next mythology question, so let's not spoil it. <laughs> that's anything. true, that's true. You're
7: I'm going to have to go to my back catalog here. Spoil the it. coffee
6: machine question.
7: Oh, man. All right, question two. I'm loving it. Everybody knows Cupid and Comet and Diner and Blitzen. Um, but no, everybody knows Cupid is the commonly referenced god of love. However, he's actually the Roman version of the Greek god. What was Cupid's Greek name?
0: I'm left in Oh boy.
5: All right, Matt. I think you can figure this out. I'm trying to like beam. telepathically no. beam
0: it to him. So it's I'm loving it, right? <laughs> so we're gonna get to McDonald's. So Ronald, <laughs> Ronald, uh, <laughs> Greek god of love, Ronald It's most. That's Greek god of love, I think, is gonna be Athena. I don't know for sure. It's probably everyone's making a face like it's not, but I don't care <laughs> because I said Athena, and I'm locking in with this cor- correct incorrect answer.
7: Um, All right. Benji, what you got?
2: Well, Matt, it might not have been very wise to choose the goddess of wisdom for the answer. Um, the Cupid's Greek version is
6: Eros, I believe.
5: Mm. Uh, eros is correct. From where we get the word
6: erotic.
4: Oh, oh is that true? Indeed. Erotic.
6: Erotic. Erotic. <laughs>
4: <laughs> do, do you ever use that as sort of an erotic, uh, you know, precursor? Like, did you know Eros is the word for erotic?
5: Actually, that was how I picked Ken up.
4: Oh. Interesting. So everyone knows now, if you want to pick Ken up, just go up to him talk about Eros for half an hour.
6: Very into a oh, rough half an hour. What a weird game. <laughs> We're weird people.
7: <laughs> All right. Moving on from that, so we don't have to talk about it anymore. Uh, question three, Hell's Kitchen. After being finally chopped, minced, and julienne by his brother, Set, this Egyptian deity became the god of the underworld. He and his wife, Isis, had a son, Horus, who eventually defeated Set and reclaimed the throne of Egypt.
0: Locked in. You got this. No. Yeah, you do. You I know this. I got this. It I, exists
5: somewhere in your mind. That's I used all we're to know say. this,
0: is what I'll say. Can you reread some of it? Who's
6: the Greek underworld <laughs> person? <laughs> Just... We're
0: oh. not Greek. Uh, yeah, Egyptian. 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 It's
5: not Hades. Uh, right. It's Egypt's Hades. <laughs> oh, Egypt's devil.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Um... <laughs> uh, this is this I'll know it as soon as you say it, but right now I don't know anything. Um usually how it works. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Uh <sighs> What is his name? I'm going to say um the Scorpion King. Can you
5: still <laughs> wear if, one if,
0: of if, feet what if again? Yeah, what if I told you that the the Egyptian underworld god was a skater boy? Is there ever Levine? It <laughs> Doesn't
6: help. He was really into footwear.
0: Oh. Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay.
2: Uh, no, but I'm pretty sure this is Osiris, right? Oh, I
0: said see you Osiris. later, boy.
3: Yeah.
0: I was always an Etni man.
2: <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are talking about. There's,
4: there's skater a, shoes. There's o a brand of skater, a, skater shoes. I'm pretty
5: sure they're defunct. Are they? A long time ago. Is this ago.
4: another old
6: person thing? <laughs> yeah, I
5: think
4: so. I never had a pair of, I of, it is. of them.
5: I I did. Ken had a pair, and I thought they were cool, so I, I, loved I bought them. a pair. I loved them. They're big and puffy They're huge skater shoes.
6: It was, it was funny. Mine
4: had a little uh, stash pocket in the tongue. <laughs> oh, I used to have kangaroos. You remember those? Oh
0: yeah.
6: Also. I, now
4: we do sound like old people. I never thought we did, but remember, I had kangaroos. I had a little money pocket. I put a little five dollar bill you in there. Remember we're Dunkaroos, guys? You remember Dunkaroos? <laughs> you, <laughs> you got used did, to get you, those in my lunches. You got a cracker. You got some dip. You dip the cracker. <laughs> Ten things you will
0: remember from the dining. <laughs> Anybody else remember Mondo?
5: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next question. Oh man.
7: All right. Uh, question four. It's not a competition. Mm. Punishments in Greek myth are all pretty rough. Sisyphus has to continually roll a boulder up a hill, and Tantalus can't eat or drink anything he's given. However, the worst torment, in my opinion, is Prometheus' punishment for giving fire to man. To what did Zeus sentence him?
0: Tantalus Why? is where the word tantalizing comes from, Jeff. <laughs> it is. It's a tantalus. correct um prometheus i think uh is he the one that has the birds pecking out his eyes i feel like that might be it so i'm gonna say he's got birds pecking at his body general body the
5: reason that sisyphus's punishment was rolling stuff up a hill was because i wasn't born yet and nobody had to learn hear me talk about like science or magic the gathering so Mm, that's the real sisyphusian task
2: uh jeff i'll listen to that all day but uh Matt, you're fairly close. Uh, Prometheus is getting his uh, liver eaten out. That's what it by... was. Point,
6: point, I'm...
7: point, points. <laughs> I, I, I will give you points for that. Because yeah, yeah, I gave my yeah, yeah. playtesters points for that. Because Benji's Very Benji's great. in the lead now anyway. So. <laughs> Benji's so, destroying you.
0: Yep. I had the general idea. I'll take it. Birds. Yeah.
7: <laughs> Birds. Birds. Oh.
0: Yeah, it was a birdemic.
7: All right. Question five. It is a competition. This Greek god of horses threw a fit after losing a competition to Athena over the name of a city. He also had to assist Apollo in building the walls of Troy after they offended Zeus.
6: The walls offended wow. him?
7: No. <laughs> no. This person and oh. Apollo offended Zeus. The walls did not offend. Them.
5: That wall is hideous. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and it won't defend <laughs> those trading spaces. Uh, I'm
2: locked in, Matt, if you want to talk it out.
0: Uh talk about what am I naming? <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: I don't know What am I naming here? Not uh, the walls. yeah, we're looking for the Greek the, the Greek god of horses, so they had a god of everything, apparently. I don't know exactly how this works. uh do
5: you not pray to the horse God? <laughs>
0: um,
5: horses for the horse God. yeah If it's good enough for the dothraki, it's good enough for me.
0: Ah uh, again, i don't I don't have any idea. uh, it's something about the name of a city. Makes me think it has something to do about something in Greece, so I'm just going to say his name was Athens, after Athena. The other person in the question <laughs> confirming Does
7: that, or would you like to change?
0: I would like to not change it. <laughs> I would actually like to double All right. and money.
7: <laughs> double my money. I appreciate uh, uh, your steadfastness, Benji. <laughs>
2: Uh yeah, uh, it's weird to imagine what the city might have been called if it were named after this uh, Greek god of the ocean, Poseidon.
7: Yes, it is Poseidon. Poseidon
6: got horses too.
7: He did yeah. also get horses. See, and I yes.
6: thought they should have had their
5: own god, Equus, much yeah. like the much beloved Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel
0: Radcliffe. Uh, is that the penis play? <laughs> that is the penis play. <laughs> uh this will be my last show, guys. <laughs> Sorry.
6: <laughs> It will be your last show because you're fired after that round. You got only one question right, bringing us to 102. Oh, please, Benji, now in the lead with 120. Nobody wow. could have ever
5: felt more out of their element than when I tried to take on Jonathan Oaks in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got one. You got one of those right. So we'll take it. Uh, you are unfired.
4: Now, uh, before we go to this uh, final round here, it's. Gonna, it looks like it's going to be Matt and Ken going up against uh, Benji. Um, both Benji and Colin are Patreon supporters, and we, we truly appreciate all of their support. Um, if you'd like to join them, you can go to Triviality trivialitypodcast, where we have a ton of bonus audio content. And since it is a new year, uh, we are going to be uh, experimenting with some new formats, uh, namely a TrivNow app over on Patreon, maybe we'll doing some Patreon only live stream games where, uh, through an app that you can use um, through our friend uh, Jason uh, Borsum from Liquid Courage Entertainment. I said Courage. <laughs> from our. <laughs> Liquid Courage. <laughs> Using the Triv Now app uh, from our friend uh, Jay Borsom over at uh, Liquid Courage Entertainment. Uh, so thank you for introducing us to that. And uh, yeah, a bunch of other things, perks, p- uh, posters, stickers. I know Benji, we sent him a poster recently. Uh, it seemed like it got there okay and he enjoyed it. But, uh, but yeah, if you'd like to join them, you can go to patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast. And did that poster come in time, Benji?
2: Oh yeah, it came perfectly in time and it was great. Love the poster. Matt signing that in binary was so
5: cool. Yeah.
4: <laughs> He, he's a cool kid over here, and hopefully you didn't mind the uh, the Photoshop version of Matt as Poseidon with a horse body.
5: <laughs> I will say we've been told we have the fastest shipping in the biz. As far as podcast rewards, we uh, we make sure our patrons get what they're due as quickly as we can because we cannot say enough to yeah. say thank you.
6: And our enemies get what they're due.
5: Yeah. Hey, if our enemies <laughs> are paying us on Patreon, they're going to get what they're due.
6: <laughs> Weird question. <play. laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get the final round categories, please.
7: All right. I do apologize in advance for these uh, category names, but I thought they were entertaining. One, The Bendular. Two, Neil of Fortune. Three, Jeff Pretty. Four, American Ninja Warrior. And five, Match Game. (laughs) I like these. All right. Starting off with number one, the Benjelor. If Ares, the Greek god of war, were on the bachelor, to which one of these lovely ladies would he give his final rose? The list is Artemis, Hera, Aphrodite, Demeter, and Hestia. Question two, Neil of Fortune. It's time for some math. Take the number of films tied for the most Academy Awards add it to the number of awards won by those films, and then subtract the number of existing movies in the Leprechaun franchise. I will give you a range of two. 3. Jeff Purdy. Geography for 600. The only major city located on two continents. Please answer in the form of a question. 4. American Ninja Warrior. They may not have been ninja, but the Roman army was incredibly effective. What did these elite soldiers get paid with? This practice inspired a word we use today for our earnings. And number five, match game. Which state has the most golf courses per capita with a course for every 5,468 people?
3: Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got The Cure, three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. (laughs)
4: Okay, it looks like both teams have locked in for the final questions here, so we're going to throw it back to Colin to repeat those questions, and we'll have the teams give their answers to find out who today's cream of the crop is.
7: All right, here we go. Question one, the Bendular. If Ares, the Greek god of war, were on the bachelor, to which one of these lovely ladies would he give his final rose? Artemis, Hera, Aphrodite, Demeter, or Hestia?
6: I will start off here because we don't know. Um, we only wagered 10, thankfully, on this one. And we just picked one at random, pretty much. And we said uh, Demeter.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm glad I wagered 30 on this one. Uh, didn't need the multiple choice there to know that this was Aphrodite.
7: And Aphrodite is correct. Ah, lucky man. <laughs> Tall
5: Bachman would agree.
0: <laughs> what a reference. Thank you.
6: You get that one, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Um, All
7: right. On to question two, Neil of Fortune. Time for some math. Take the number of films tied for the most Academy Awards, add it to the number of awards won by those films, and then subtract the number of existing movies in the Leprechaun franchise. And I'll give you a range of two.
6: Okay. Well, uh... We went ahead and wagered only 10 on this one, uh, but we're somewhat confident on this. We think it's two movies, being Titanic and Lord of the Rings Return of the King, tied with 11 awards. Is it awards or nominations? I think awards. Um, and then minus five, we think, for Leprechaun. So we said eight.
2: Um. Yeah, I uh, didn't have any any sort of clue for this. Uh, So I locked in with the answer that my high school knowledgeable team always went with and said five.
7: All right. Well, both teams getting points here because of the margin I gave you. Uh, The answer is six. Mm. There are three winners. Uh, You forgot Ben-Hur. Oh. They won 11 awards, and there are actually eight movies in the Leprechaun series. Uh, One, two, three, In Space, Leprechaun, in The Hood. The Hood, yeah leprechaun Obviously. back two to the hood <laughs> uh origins and returns
0: oh god stop making those movies
7: I... <laughs> <laughs> I was so confident i was
2: losing 10 points there let's uh... go
7: <laughs> all right on to question three jeff pretty in geography for 600 the only major city located on two continents
6: uh, again, just for 10 points on this one, but we we're somewhat confident that we sussed it out and we said Istanbul, not Constantinople.
2: Uh, yeah, I uh, also wagered 10 points on this one and knew that this was no longer Constantinople, but Istanbul.
7: Uh, Istanbul is correct. I'm sure you two grew up on... I can't, on, you, I can't they give might you any points because you did answer in the form of a question. Uh... Oh, come on. By, uh-huh. uh, just
5: bifurcated by the Bosphorus Strait. Um, Istanbul, yeah.
0: Thanks, Jeff.
7: You're welcome. (laughs)
5: This has been wasting time with Jeff.
6: Points for
7: both. Points for both. On a question four, American Ninja Warrior. They may not have been ninja, but the Roman army was incredibly effective. What did these elite soldiers get paid with? This practice inspired a word we use today for our earnings.
6: Um, I believe we're talking about salt here for 20 points.
2: Uh, Yeah, I uh, wagered 10 points on this one as well. I locked in
6: with salt.
7: Yes, it is salt from salary.
5: And if you suck, you're not worth your salt. So
6: mm-hmm. there were all the Roman soldiers just had a salt lick.
0: That's our new Patreon tier, one salt lick. <laughs> <laughs> and
6: it will be sent to you uh, very expeditiously.
7: All right. Final question. Match game. Which state has the most golf courses per capita, with a course for every five thousand four hundred and sixty-eight people?
6: Again, for twenty points on this one, we said what makes the most sense to us, and we said Hawaii.
2: Um I wagered zero points on this one because I didn't have any confidence in getting a sports question and locked in with Wisconsin. Uh
7: unfortunately no right answers oh. here. It is North Dakota. Ah. Gasp. I was close. Gasp.
0: Yeah, it was like Wisconsin. I don't know how many golf courses they got up there, but well,
6: North
5: Dakota's got a lot of space and no people. So,
6: <laughs> all right, Benji, looks like you did some wise wagering on that final round. You ended with one hundred and fifty, uh, and the Triviality guys here in the studio managed one hundred and twelve, making you today's cream of the crop, and us dead.
7: Fatality.
4: Great job, Benji. It looks like uh, all of us here are gonna go on the search for some peaches and cream to, uh, you know, drown our sorrows in. But uh, how do you feel about winning Game of Death today?
2: Uh, it's great. Game of Death was actually the reason uh, I decided to subscribe to the Patreon and like try to get on the show. Like when I first heard the the first one way back when. So yeah, I'm
6: super stoked. I was so excited for this game.
4: Oh, that's Very nice good. to hear yeah and um any... if
6: anybody else wants to do a game of death please let us yeah. know
4: yeah we'd like to do more this year so we're, we're gonna try and do at least what one a month if we can mm-hmm. uh, recording wise um yeah. and uh, we'll see if we can do that but yeah if you'd like to specifically you know r- uh request game of death let us know for sure uh Benji any uh any parting words uh for us today parting shots if you will parting Let's shots since
6: we're dead
2: uh just thanks so much for having me on it was really great guys uh I had so much fun yeah
4: yeah, thank you for being here. And uh, Colin, you are in an undisclosed uh, college area. I don't know if you said it on the air or not, but I'm just going to pretend you didn't. He did. um, oh, he did say it. Okay, so you're at BYU, uh, hopefully <laughs> doing your best to uh, to get some good grades. And it sounds like we would make you much dumber. And I don't know why you listen to us, but we appreciate it. Um, but any parting words from you, anyone you'd like to shout out?
7: Uh, yeah, shout out to all the people who helped playtest this game uh, on the Discord. It was great. Their input really helped me out a lot. And uh, shout out my uh, Hemfield High School Quiz Bowl team for getting me into trivia. All
4: right. Awesome team rules. Now, right before we let you go, <laughs> are do you, are both of you wearing the same shirt?
2: Uh, No. I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt.
7: I'm wearing uh, – I don't even know what this is. Oh, it it's looks exactly like, the, the same. Equipment. looks it's like two X's. Does it? it
4: is their shirt connect. looks exactly
2: yeah. the same. It looks like two lightsabers I mean, mine crossed. Mine's pretty close. Yeah, mine's mine's two crossed lightsabers, of course. And... I
7: don't know, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> it's kismet.
2: <laughs> it is kismet.
4: Yeah, what a great uh, connection here. Uh, well, yeah, thank you both for uh, for joining us today um, for A Game of Death, which we hope to do a lot more of. And uh, Matt, uh, do you want to take us home?
0: Uh, yeah, thanks so much for everyone who joined us today. We thank you to the listeners. Thanks to all our Patreons, and thanks to Jeff, Ken, Neil, I was Matt, that was Triviality. And since we didn't say it yet in this episode, Pagoda. Oh, we didn't say pagoda.
6: Pagoda. 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 Pagoda, Pagoda, Pagoda. Thank you,
4: Colin. Thank you, Benji.
5: So I got to think of a bone that's kind of short and stubby. <laughs>
6: damn, damn. <laughs> Whoops. I'm leaving the mistake in. We got a comedian over here. It still works.
4: (laughs) (laughs) We got a comedian over here. What's short and stumpy?